Welcome to Chew on the Word. I know what you're saying, but you are not Pastor Chew. Ah, but I am Mrs. Chew. And they say, when you get married, two become one. So from the next few weeks, I will be Mrs. Chew on the Word. Are you ready? Today, I want to share with you something that caught my attention as I was reading Zechariah chapter 2. And so if you turn with me to the Bible and let's look at Zechariah chapter 2. And the verse that really caught my attention is really in verse 13. And it says here, Be still before the Lord, all mankind, because He has roused Himself from His holy dwelling. In the NLT, it says, Be silent before the Lord, all humanity, for He is bringing into action from His holy dwelling. So today, I want to talk about this. The Lord has aroused Himself, or the Lord is aroused. It's a very interesting word. And when I look into it, in the Hebrew, it means he's been awakened. He's been incited. He stirred himself up into action. It is almost as if God has seen something and he's like a, a, a father, saw that his children, something has happened to him, something, somebody has attacked his children or his children is going through some difficult thing and he's roused himself into action. Or it could be about a husband protecting his wife especially bridegrooms protecting the wife, the bride. So it's a picture of a bridegroom that springs into action when he sees something happening to his bride. So this is a powerful word. The Lord has roused himself. The Lord is aroused. You know, Zechariah 2 came to me in the midst of all the pandemic uh, lockdowns and the confusion and of course the political instability uh, in the last one, two weeks. And all these things can cause us to be very gram, you know, very stressed, very uh, confused. And even as I looked at the whole COVID situation in Sabah and the amount of red zones and the thousands that are locked in and, and really quarantined and even sick, truly my spirit was aroused. But do you know, even as my spirit was aroused, the Lord told me, hey, it's not you that are aroused. It is me that has now been aroused and I've been aroused into action. So I'm going to look at Zechariah 2 to learn something about this word, the Lord has, is aroused, this phrase. Ask myself, who is he aroused for? What has he aroused himself for? And it's found in verse 8. A beautiful phrase that says, whoever touches you touches the apple of his eye. Wow! So who is God aroused for? His people, His covenant people. The people of Israel were His covenant possession. And when God is aroused, He's aroused for the people that's been joined to Him in covenant. And that includes us because we are His covenant people. We are the bride of Christ. We are His possession. So when God is aroused, we must remind ourselves He's aroused for us who is His covenant people. The second thing I ask myself, if God is aroused for us, what is He aroused to do? And this is where I found four things that God is aroused to do. The first one is that He's aroused to protect His people. So that is found in verse 5. So let me read verse 5 of Zechariah 2. Look at verse 5. 
The context is that in verse 4, uh, the, the, the man, the angel is told, Run, tell that young man, Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of men and livestock in it. Now, a city without walls in the ancient days is a, is a city that's unprotected. It means it's vulnerable to attacks. Now, though the city is huge and large and promising, but the city is unprotected. So in verse 4, the Lord then says, But I myself will be a wall of fire around it, and I will be its glory within. So what is God aroused to do for His people? He's aroused to protect His people. He Himself will be the wall of fire. And the wall always speaks of protection. The second thing He's aroused to do is aroused to possess or repossess His people. Now, the context of Zechariah, as you all know, is that the children of Israel, because of their sins, has been taken into captivity. Now, there's something that God does not desire, God never wanted it, but they literally opened the floodgates of their own lives and allowed the Babylonians to take them into captivity. And so they were suffering. But God is now aroused to call them back and to possess them again. Or I would use the word, God is aroused to bring His people back and to repossess them. Now, where do I get this? So look at verse 10. Shout and be glad, O daughter of Zion, for I am coming and I will live among you, declares the Lord. Verse 11. Many nations will be joined with the Lord in that day and will become my people, and I will live among you, and you will know that the Lord Almighty has sent me to you. Verse 12. And the Lord will inherit Jerusalem, Judah as his portion in that day and will again choose Jerusalem. So God, when He's arousing Himself for His people, He's arousing Himself to, be, to bring them back to Him, to possess them as His very own. Look at the phrase, I will be among them. I will live among them. It's repeated twice, verse 10, verse 11. And then in verse 12, once again, I will choose Jerusalem. So it's a picture of choosing and possessing. Do you know it's a very beautiful and a very powerful thing to remind ourselves that we are so precious to God, that we are the apple of His eye. And that's why when things are not right, it is God that has been aroused, not just to protect us, but to possess us, to possess us as His very own. And that's why two times in verse 10 and verse 11, God says, and I will live among you and I will be, you will be my people. The third thing that happens when God is aroused, not just to protect us, not just to possess us, but as He possesses us in verse 5, it says here, And I myself will be a wall of fire around you, declares the Lord, and I will be His glory within. So think about this city of Jerusalem. It's so vast, it's so big. The walls is actually the firewall of God, the firewall of God. But the beauty is not just in the firewall of protection, but the glory of God within the city. God is aroused to bring in His glory into the city. And that's what really is all about. At the center of it all, when God is aroused, is aroused for His own glory to be manifest again in the city. And as a result of that, point four kicks in. Number one, God is aroused to protect His people. Number two, 
God is aroused to repossess His people as His very own. Number three, God is aroused to bring His glory into the city of the people. But fourthly, this is it. Look at verse 11. And many nations will be joined with the Lord in that day. I love it in the BM version. It says, Dan ramai banyak bangsa-bangsa akan menjadi umat Tuhan. So what happens when God is aroused? Many people, many nations, people who don't know God will also come into the city of the living God. Or rather, they will experience salvation. They'll experience the glory of God. And that is what it means that God has aroused Himself for His people. Not just for us, but for the people that do not know God living in our city at that time. Now, when God has aroused Himself, He expects a response from us. He wants us also to be awakened and to be aroused. So what must happen to us? When God is aroused, what is our response? So let's look now at this verse, verse 6 and verse 7. There's this word, Come, come, verse 6, flee from the land of the north where I have scattered you. Verse 7, come, O Zion, escape you who live in Babylon. So it's an invitation when God is aroused, He's arousing us to flee from the world, to escape from the captivity by the world and come back to Him. So in BM, it is, Lari lah. Dan kembalilah. This is a beautiful understanding of what God is doing in this season. With all that's happening in our nation, with all that's happening in the world, God is actually arousing us and awakening us, even as He Himself is awakened. He Himself is being stirred up. We too must be aroused and awakened to see that actually we are in captivity. We're in captivity to fear, we're in captivity to sin, we're in captivity to the ways of the world. Where, in fact, do you know what? Many of us are in captivity to the depressive conditions of the world, to the anxieties of the world, to the economic systems that has trapped us in. We don't even know how to come out of it. But God has the answer. So in order, when God is aroused, we must also be aroused into action. We must flee from what the world is saying to us, escape from the traps and the captivity to the world systems and come back to God. When that happens, God will now be a wall of fire around us and He will once more repossess us, take us as His people. The glory of God will now be in manifest in our cities. And not only that, many people who are also stressed out by what's happening will come to know the Lord. That is what is God's desire in this season. And that is why on the 28th of um, October, we invited all of us to build a prayer wall. The prayer wall is not just for COVID-19. The prayer wall is a call of God to flee from the confusion of the world, to escape from its despair, the gloom and the doom, and to return to God, to come back to God. It's an invitation of a loving Heavenly Father's invitation of the bridegroom to his bride to come back to God. And as prayer wall, it really starts with coming back to God. And as we come back to God, the glory of God will be in our city. And because the glory of God is within our city, darkness will flee. The COVID will come to an end. 
life will come into our cities. There'll be a spirit of revival. There'll be healing in our city. And as a result of that, when the glory of God comes, many who do not know the Lord, many who are confused, many who are suffering, will actually come to know the Lord. You know, the picture of building this prayer wall came to me in the midst of the COVID endemic, uh, uh, epidemic, uh, uh, pandemic, and especially as it got worse and worse in this second wave. The picture I got one day when I was in prayer was as if we were a, a, a city surrounded, surrounded by demons harassing us. That was the picture I got. And that's when the Lord says, build a wall of fire, build a prayer wall. And once you build a prayer wall and we call upon our Father in heaven, the Lord says, I am the wall of fire and my glory will be within. Do you know what? This prayer wall must never stop because as things get harder and harder and we don't know what the year's next year will be. We don't even know what next month will be. But one thing we do know, the Lord has aroused Himself from His holy temple. That means He's coming from heaven to earth to protect His people, to repossess His people, to take them away from the traps of Babylon and also to bring salvation to those who don't know Him. And that is why, and that is when the glory of God will be in our city. So tonight, even as we end the day, we want to be excited and say, wow, God, you have been aroused to come to us. I too want to be aroused to come back to you. And I want to come back to you so that I will be able to join my brothers and sisters to build this prayer wall. And so you will be a wall of fire around my city, around my home, around our nation. And the glory of God will be in our nation and in our city and in our homes. Do you believe that? If you do, come, let's end tonight with a word of prayer, shall we? And I'm going to pray the prayer that I gave you for COVID-19. Um, and I'm going to use that prayer now, you know, and, and make sure that COVID never comes back to our nation again. Are you ready? So join with me in prayer. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yes, Lord, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in Malaysia as it is in heaven. Our Father in heaven, you have been aroused, you have been aroused from your holy dwelling and you have come to see us. Truly, Lord, we are the apple of your eye. Lord, we thank you that you want us to lift up our eyes towards you, to call upon your name. And as a result of that, you will be a wall of fire around our homes, around our city, around this nation of Malaysia. And your presence will be the glory within. And because of that, we thank you, Lord. Many, many people in Malaysia will be joined to you, Abba Father. They will become your possession as well. And so, Lord, today, Lord, we, plead, we come before you and we pray this prayer before you. Jesus, I plead the blood, your blood over my sins and the sins of my nation. Lord, unite us with one voice. Deliver us from COVID-19 and from all that's happening that the devil will want to fling at us. Heal our land 
and send revival to Malaysia. In Jesus' name, we are united to pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful night tonight as you meditate on this passage of Scripture. See you again.